and welcome to Dice and an Extra Slice, the only Bake Off review podcast powered by D&D. Uh, my name is Joshua Gould, and I like cake. Perfect. Great. Simple. Fact. Efficient. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Yes, hi, my name's Jazz, and on our regularly scheduled programming, I play Skylar, and this is normally Alice and I's uh, week of hosting the Extra Slice episode, but actually, it's the finale, so we we decided Woo! to all get together and hang out and uh, see see what everyone thought yeah. of it. The Laugh, emotional cry. end point. <laughs> yes, so that is who I am. I am Alice and usually I play Hendrix, but today I play someone who complains about Bake Off. But actually, you know what? <laughs> that ending, it made me smile. Hi, I'm Alicia. Uh, normally I play Tala and I'm still salty about Jürgen going last week. Oh, that's where oh, I'm at. Oh, I, I, we, we were watching this episode, and I was saying, "Well, Jurgen got sent home unfairly, so this doesn't mean anything. None of this means anything." <laughs> mm-hmm. this yeah, it's hard to hard to come into the finale when I was already on the shady foot of Jurgen should never yeah. have gone home. He, he should not. We have felt gone like home. the past few episodes he'd been kind of falling apart from stress, which made us worried that stuff was going on behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. And then, it, you know, with Paul being so cold to him. Last really episode, cold, right? It seems mm. really like political backstage stuff. Jazz and I were theorizing that they felt like it wasn't a very exciting narrative if he won because he came in strong, hasn't been, you know, it's just been like, hi, I do technical stuff, blah, 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 blah. And so it's kind of like, if it's a battle between him and Giuseppe, say, or whatever, it's not that exciting. So I think early yeah. on they were like, we need one of those two to go home before the end because mm, it won't be yeah. very interesting. And I think that to- they basically targeted Jürgen. And- we know that this is why the presenters changed when it moved over from BBC to Channel 4, mm. is that mm. the production company wanted there to be a harsher pressure on the contestants and for it to yeah. be a bit more of a stereotypical de- game show contestant show yeah there's a lot of reports of them bullying contestants behind the scenes which is why jazz and i don't watch it out of kind of moral objection to the show yeah. um but cut that, yeah cut that cut that i've never <laughs> noticed it in any previous seasons i've never seen anything and thought it seemed unfair or like unjust but this season has seemed particularly adversarial mm. well paul because I've, I've not ever seen paul hollywood before because this is the first time we watched bake off but he's so cold and it's not even like like simon cowell even has the highs and lows but paul i feel like he's just like the tense guy lurking at the barbecue is going to pop off at any second he's grown in grandeur he i think over energy, the seasons yeah. and since because he was the only one that stayed when it moved to channel four mm. i think oh, i really? think there's just been a fair bit of yeah. smoke maybe blown up uh yeah. paul's ego a little bit mm-hmm. well like you were saying that um, Prue was saying if I could give you a handshake that meant anything I would to Jürgen yeah. the fact that there's an imbalance of power between the two judges is highly suspect mm. Yeah. so taking this entire episode with a pinch of salt because I feel like it was pre-scripted but it was Ooh. a final which is very exciting very exciting love a final Christelle, Chiggs and Giuseppe mm-hmm. are the last three left they, they did are. all deserve to be there they were, all, they were very good I think they all kind of got off to a bad start with the signature they had to make yeah. a carrot cake which FYI I fucking I love carrot cake. I love carrot cake. Mm, I was so like, good. hell yeah, I could so go yeah. for making one of those right now. I didn't Stinky. realize how disgusting the batter looked. I've never actually seen a yeah. carrot cake get made. And I was looking at it like, that's my favorite cake. And that looks disgusting at There's this stage. There's so much oil <laughs> in it that just makes it this like sloppy mess. Mm-hmm. I actually was really organized and made notes this week of ingredients, which I never do. But I think that's because there's only three of them and it was quite simple. So Chiggs mm. was doing star anise and pineapple jam. Which means that the carrot cake, Chiggs' carrot cake, Chiggs, your favourite person, Alice, 
made a carrot cake that is illegal for you. Yes, I cannot eat that, <laughs> and I'm very upset. I'm chicks. I'm allergic to pineapples. Um, they give me a very odd reaction. It's hilarious how <laughs> allergic she is to pineapples. I basically get a little bit high off of pineapples, um, and also very in pain. I didn't want to eat that. The other two sounds delicious. I really want to have the other two. Yeah, you were all about yeah. Giuseppe's figs. Giuseppe's fig and walnut jam. Mm, with carrot cake. Although, mm. bold move. His cake required, I think they had two hours and 15 minutes of challenge and his cake needed to bake for an hour and 15 minutes. That is more than half the time. I have no idea why he did it. Yeah, because everyone else basically made three layers of cake yeah. uh, in separate layers. Cook but he cool. decided to cook the whole solid cake and then cut it into layers. Ridiculous. Which was such a weird choice. He didn't gain anything. He took some really big swings this week. Really big yeah. swings. He had very clever things things with like a heat sealing blanket around the cake and a heat and rod a in the middle that was meant middle, to yeah. cook it but it was too hot and he did run out of time and his yeah. cream cheese frosting did melt I like it, it still looked pretty it just looked rustic but it was melting but everyone kind of had a problem didn't they because Christelle's I mean that l looked messy but it looked it delicious wobbly. so wonky yeah but it looked delicious and I bet it tasted delicious pistachio cardamom Ooh, yeah. and orange yeah Consider Christelle is like the queen of piping mm. it looked so messy like the edge mm. just had icing kind of spread around it but not spread very neatly and I yeah, was yeah you could see gaps couldn't you yeah, again, it looked like she was going for a kind of rustic look, but if you don't do the rustic look right, uh, then it just looks like a mess. Bad homemade yeah. cake. It was it was rustic in the way that an abandoned cottage will eventually start to <laughs> slope off to one side. <laughs> <laughs> so true. But it tasted great. Yeah, it tasted great. But then my boy Jigs beautifully presented carrot cake. That looked like it could be sold in a hotel or yeah. something. Tiny carrots yeah. on top. Oh, they were adorable. Mm. Yeah, I don't like his aesthetic. It's a bit too crisp and kind of like... Oh, there's not enough edge to it. I don't feel like it has enough personality. It makes you feel too much like it is. It's just, a bit plain. It's a hotel restaurant cake. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But a yeah. good hotel, but it's a hotel. But yeah. it's that's it's still well done. You know, his looked the best, but then apparently it had a weird texture. It was rubbery and too solid, which are two words you don't yeah, want. Yeah, that sounds bad. Mm. So coming out of the signature, everyone kind of had mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. No yeah, one pretty, did a great job. Pretty level, yeah. level pegging, yeah. Mm. So the technical. Oh, oh, God. Belgian buns, which FYI, I don't know what Belgian bun is. Oh, I love Belgian buns. They're one of my favourite cakes. Yeah, good. Alice is always eating them. If we go do groceries, I'm always buying a Belgian bun. Like, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll make you guys some Belgian buns one day. I make, I make a pretty yes. good, uh, a, a Belgian a pretty good bun. Ooh. I just thought it looked a lot easier than I thought it would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these, these sorts of technicals are my favourite, where they walk in and they've got instructions that have one, maybe two. Yeah, there was two lines this week, wasn't there? One was make a Belgian bun. Yeah. And then ice with zigzag patterns and a cherry on top. Mm. Those were your two instructions. And I loved it because they were all like, <gasps> what the hell is Giuseppe this? Giuseppe didn't know what a Belgian bun was at all. That was devastating. I oh. felt for him so much. He's just like, I've never seen one. I don't know what they look like. I was really looking forward to him creating his like interpretation, interpretation. of a Belgian yes. bun. Yeah. But he clearly glanced around the room and looked at what everyone else was doing. Although Christelle <laughs> seemed to know. Chicks, as far as I'm aware, did seem to know what one was. But then his, he just made his completely wrong. Yeah. His were mm. weirdly. Looking. He cut his dough in half and then rolled it lengthways and mm -hmm. ended up with like these tiny little vertical castle looking things. Yeah, they yeah. were yeah. squat, fat, thick things. The dough was too heavy. Uh, Giuseppe's looked perfect, except for, you know, what happened <sighs> to them at the end. Yeah, mm -hmm. Giuseppe didn't know what colour a Belgian bun was meant to be and was going for a brown, but 
I don't know what his eyes were doing, but it went kind of past the point of like golden brown to like dark brown. Yeah, and he was just staring on the top, and mm-hmm. he just watched them. He stone cold stared yeah. at them and watched them burn. He was so terrified about them being <laughs> underbaked that he went too far. The fact was was that he was staring at them, and it was like, dude. Why? <laughs> but Giuseppe's so tall. I reckon he's not getting a proper, accurate angle when he looks <laughs> through the oven. You can smell when things burn. Well, yeah, when Noel came over, it, they were already burning. And I think Noel was coming over to try and nudge him into action without being able to say they're burning. But just kind of like, a, hey, what you doing? What you looking at there? Yeah. You know. Can, uh, can, I, can I just <laughs> say, I, I know you guys have been firmly on the anti-Matt and Noel train all season mm-hmm. from, from the off. For me, mm. it's been a slow-growing resentment. Yeah, me too. They have gotten more and more unpalatable as the season's gone on. They've gotten so disruptive, haven't they, with the contestants? I think today it really came to a head because I'm just sitting there and Noel's going on with this stupid fucking spatula. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the sad spatula is like, if you kiss it on the head, you'll win. <laughs> and I'm literally there like, leave them the fuck alone. I, I, I mean, we've been like this from day one. We, we said, before we watched it, we were like, that is a bad yeah. combination of presenters. That will yeah. not work with the chemistry. Since we watched it, we were like, this is unwatchable. We're only watching this because we have to. They've not been this bad in previous seasons. No, they, they haven't. I right. think it was epitomized by the two jokes that they made. They made jokes today? I didn't notice. <laughs> jokes with, you know, quotation marks. Oh, God. The, the first one was Noel Fielding as an alien. Yeah, that was weird. And making, like, weird kind of racist sounding noises yeah. I thought that as well yeah I thought that too and the other the other one was where they were making out yeah leading yes. in to kiss yes but that not was weird we, we were both like what that's, well, that's not humour it wasn't placed with anything there was no context you know it was like that's no, yeah. exactly. a joke in a context that makes yeah. it a joke otherwise it's just a thing yeah I was not I was not with them to, I've, it's been the last few episodes I've been getting tired and then today I was like they've got so much to do be supportive or leave them yeah. alone don't yeah. go to their table and start distracting them with your poor attempts at humour because we do not have the time. This is the finale. My God. I'm just so happy you guys have joined us. I'm so happy. It, it just, <laughs> it just came to a head today because I'm literally sitting there like, this is the final. Have some, have some like respect. <laughs> Give it the air of grandeur that mm-hmm. it requires. Mm-hmm. I must say, I normally I'm pretty, I'm pretty agreeable with the technicals, but I think this week, I think it was judged wrong this week. Really? I honestly, right. So Christelle smashed it. Yeah. She made Belgian buns that looked like Belgian buns. They were the right colour. They had a good taste. Yeah, yep. perfect. Good Can't job. Fault it. Well and done. And it's her first technical that she won, and she did win, and that was awesome. I hated to say it, but I was like, "Did you just need everyone else to go so there's less competition?" I, I mean. did think that. I was like, "She was like, oh, I finally did it in the final." I'm like, "Yeah, when there's the smallest possible number of competition." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she nailed it. She did well, and then Chigs. He, he just made them wrong. They were the wrong yeah. shape, the wrong look. And they said that they were too chewy and kind of solid. Mm-hmm. And Giuseppe looks like perfect Belgian buns. They were just burnt and super dry yeah. because he'd overcooked them. And I was like, he he made what was a great Belgian bun, but just left it in too long because he wasn't sure how long to cook it for. Whereas Chigs yeah. did it all wrong and it was bad texture. And yet Giuseppe was last. And I think that was a poor call on part of the judges. I feel like at the end of the day, Chigs's were more edible because one's yeah. really burnt and one is wrong but still edible so it's like well one of these we have to throw away and one of them we can serve so you know the one yeah. they said it was chewy and solid I wouldn't necessarily yeah. say that's an edible bun mm. but same with a burnt bun I mean yeah I'd rather eat a solid chewy bun the thing is in, in the final burning something because let's not say overbaked let's say burnt because it was burnt mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's a food crime yeah at this yeah. stage doing something wrong but ostensibly properly cooked mm-hmm. I think is less bad 
than, you know, murdering the food. Yeah, especially in a technical where there were no instructions. So it's like, Chiggs, you got some of the instructions wrong, but we didn't give you any. So you just worked out how to make this incorrectly. Whereas, yeah, Giuseppe made a mistake. You shouldn't be making at that yeah. point. You should know. Yeah, not like to do you, that. even if you don't have the instructions, you know what burnt pastry looks like. You know? <laughs> um, I'd like to mention at this point in the proceedings uh, Wildlife Watch. As uh, regular listeners will know, I've been keeping an eye on the animals that appear in the episodes. Uh, this week, it was the same squirrel three times. Yeah, a lot of the same squirrel. <laughs> it was. It was just like... Padding persistent. out the episode length. It, it was a persistent squirrel. Uh, thus, thus ends Animal Watch. Bom, bom. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to the final, I guess. Like, like the, the final, final. The showstopper. I always yeah, forget man. what it's show called. Showstoppers to end all showstoppers. Yes, and they've got to do a Mad Hatter tea party display. With four different baked elements. I'd like to, the unsung heroes of that whole showstopper were the art department that made all the different bespoke stands and everything yeah. they all wanted to display their stuff on. Is it the all... art department that make that? I have no idea, yeah. but I doubt it was them. Because in, pre- in previous years, the contestants bring their displays from oh, home and they make them themselves. Right. Oh, in that case, I take well, it back. Whoever, whoever did it, top-notch job. Whoever did it, good great job, job yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christelle's in particular looked so good. She had like fake like grass and mm-hmm. it was just so full of colour yeah. and like wood like stands for things mm-hmm. to go on. It looked very pretty. I love chicks. Yeah, with the pocket watches hanging down and everything. I wasn't a fan of the pocket watches. Oh, really? There just wasn't much colour around the bake, like the stand and everything. The, dis- the display as a whole looked a bit plain compared I- to the other two. I felt like I appreciated that I could see the food and I wasn't having to look past a bunch of trees. Ah. Mm. Well, there's that as well. So I felt like Christelle's was too much tree and like it was smothering the display of the food. Giuseppe's felt like it was ill-conceived and a bit messy. Chiggs's, I felt like there's an, I can see all the food clearly, but there are some nice interesting elements as well. I will say right here, right now, I was very immature. <laughs> yeah. um, what with Chiggs's little mushrooms? <laughs> it was it was poor Hollywood's interest in the mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> Jazz off. Yes, absolutely. I must say, look at Chiggs using a Jurgen technique i was like jürgen where would the bakers be without you i know i think chiggs i think chiggs was given a shout out because he knew that a crime had been done yeah. to jürgen yeah. he knew yeah. ne- needed to pour one out for jürgs i can't forgive chiggs for that cat cake it was horrendous yeah chiggs made a cheshire cat cake that was like an orange curd cake basically yeah. it was blue for mm. one that was confusing not purple as the cheshire cat is and it didn't have a big cheshire cat smile i expected it to at least be orange because it or doesn't be matter what color the cheshire cat is but it should, if it's an orange cheshire cat cake make it orange yeah it was just it was just the icing was kind of a bit blasé and the, I have seen kids cakes like my mum has made cakes for me and my brother when we were growing up and my mum is by no means a professional baker but she can decorate a cake better than that cat mm. that cat was like low level decoration yeah the icing mm. was sloppy oh, couldn't see past it I was sad that it wasn't like a tail coming off of it you know you expect a long stripy tail for the Cheshire cat and yeah. the grin obviously a there was tail. a grin you know what I would have taken a tail in lieu of a face yes, yes. yeah so it's just just, putting that the out just a plain cake with a tail. Or tail and a smile. Yes. Because the Cheshire cat is like, it's the grin, isn't just it? Just a what smile. Everyone... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See, I, with this entire um, concept, I found that I was confused by the food choices that everyone decided to go for because mm. I, as someone who is very uh, thematic based, I like everything to really meld together yes why do you have an orange curd cake and then you have chicken and mushroom tartlet pies like my my instinct there would be to go if you're having an orange cake have 
a duck pate,、mm-hmm. or if you're going with like a cranberry taste, then、mm. go with like a pork, or if you're going with an apple, go with a pork. Yeah, we didn't feel like the flavors mix well on platters. They didn't make sense together. It- also, I'm sorry, but you're making mushroom flavored pocket watches and then cake flavored mushrooms. I can't deal with that. I guess it's a Mad Hatter. <laughs> I thought that was very funny and very kitschy. Yeah, very Mad Hatter.、Yeah. There's Mad Hatter, and then there's like I'm biting into savories and they're sweet, and I'm biting. Sweets and savouries. Not the pocket watches are sweet. That, but that's exactly what Josh would have done. The whole time I was sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, well, I would make cake and then make it like a white cake、mm-hmm. with a with a brown crust, so that、mm-hmm. I can make that into bread for sandwiches,、mm-hmm. and it would have like a like a weird sweet sandwich filling. And then I'd have sweet looking things that are actually savoury things, like little fondant fancies that are actually tiny pork pies. I did also think that the pocket watches should be like tea and jam flavour because they get dipped in the tea and then they get jam spread on them and put in the pocket watch. Watches in the tea party. That would be a good、uh, I idea. I just don't know Alice in Wonderland well、that's、enough to、point. have known that. That's a, that's a very good point. But the thing is, I, I suppose I suppose the theme was Mad Hatter themed, but they they basically just made it vaguely Alice in Wonderlandy. The biggest drama was, of course, I don't know how far into the challenge, Giuseppe's oven hadn't quite been <gasps> shut properly, yes. so had automatically switched itself off. I'm gonna put this to you guys. I think. That one of the crew members did that. <gasps> yeah, sabotage. I wouldn't be surprised if it was sabotage. Poor Giuseppe, like his heart looked like it was broken because he had everything ready to like go in and bake. And there's obviously so many elements that they're dealing with, and he just had to wait. And Cristel、yeah. and Chigs are plugging along and making their stuff, and Chig and Giuseppe just had to wait for the oven to heat up. And I just felt so bad. It was for very him. tense. Very tense. Poor, poor Giuseppe. No, the biggest drama was、um, Cristel's. Well,、show. oh my God! Yes. Oh, Christelle. Oh, and she knew on some level, didn't she? She knew that yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, she'd had a bad dream about her focaccia. Focaccia、mm. is an oily bread, but I don't know what happened. But she was adding a lot of oil. Yeah. And I've not made focaccia, but it was swimming in some it, parts. When she said, "The more oil, the better." Like I don't know how much oil it needs, so the more oil, the better. It was like, oh, those aren't no, good no, words, honey, girl. No, 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 no. Not in no. the Bake Off tent. No, no. 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 I, I guess we're, we're we're approaching the judging, but it looked like that focaccia had been. Boiled in oil,、mm-hmm. not even boiled, poached in oil. Yeah,、Ugh. it was. You, you could see it was so flat, and the judges cut into it, and it was. It had that kind of like almost grey translucent that like just raw dough has. Yeah. yeah, and it was floppy like an uncooked pizza slice. It was just. Oh, it was atrocious. And Christelle didn't even know what had happened. I don't know how she served it without realizing that it wasn't done.、But、like again, she seemed to not know. She'd had a recurring nightmare the night before that something went wrong with her. That she hadn't been proving it properly. Yeah. yeah, and I think she knew on some level. That she that there were gaps in her knowledge of how to make the focaccia, or that her recipe was off, because the fact that she had nightmares about it, and then that's the thing that went wrong. And it's so bad because all of her other bakes that she'd done, they said were amazing, flavors were great, they were having a great time, and then they got the focaccia, and it was just a fucking train wreck. They didn't、yeah. eat it. No, they couldn't. They they just went. We can't eat this.、Mm-hmm. The rest of her stuff was largely fine. She had little little green hats that were savory pies. They were like um go and curry pies, weren't they? Yeah. The little talking talking sunflowers, where it's like a yeah, chai the, sponge. The chai sponge. Yeah, yeah really good. Whereas I feel as though Giuseppe got quite a lot of 
Man. Yeah. Apart from the pan cotta. I felt like, yeah, he got kind of like, this is fine, but an eh, the whole way oh, through. See, I thought he got quite positive. Oh, I, I said it was delicious. I said it had very juicy muffins, because I remember thinking juicy is a very descriptive word for a muffin. They were fig, weren't they? Yeah. Giuseppe's little panna cotta, they apparently were life-changing. Yeah, they, they couldn't leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. He made this massive mushroom that was some kind of hazelnut, bread, like sharing. layered on top of each other. Yeah. Mm. Yes, sharing brioche. That did look cool. I was impressive that he'd put that together. Whereas Chiggs? Chiggs' stuff was like not as creative in what he put together, but they thought every single piece was delicious. Chiggs yeah. made a field of brioche penises. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And yeah, it's just Paul Hollywood goes, I'm particularly drawn to these for some reason and prods these really phallic-looking mushrooms and Jazz just burst into laughter. I was just like, I can't, I can't with this. Yeah, but they, they loved all the flavours of chicks. So I just think compared to everyone else, it looked more plain, but it was all baked very well and he had good card biscuits and good little mushrooms mm. and good ugly cat cake. Yeah, Chicks Chicks had fairly fairly good reviews across the board. Yeah. Mm. And so then it comes to the winner. Mm. Who won the overly coveted cake stand? <laughs> stand. <laughs> when we saw it, we were like, oh my God, there it is. That's it's the cake, the cake stand. stand. Mm-hmm. It's we- what we've all been fighting for. Fuck cash prizes. Just Give me that cake stand. I mean, I do think you get more genuine contestants that way because there is no big glamorous £100,000 prize. It's just you win the bake-off and you get a cake stand and opportunities that follow. Mm-hmm. Jazz, have just been, Jazz and I have been laughing about this every single episode. Since we looked at it, we were just yes, like... We know. We, <laughs> and, then, and then, so basically, the winner of this year's bake-off was, uh, as you may have guessed... It was Giuseppe. And oh my goodness, it was just, they cut to him tearfully holding that cake stand and Jazz and I couldn't stop laughing. Not because of, like, not because of him having that reaction, but because of the cake stand. We can't get over the cake stand. It's become a meme in our house. I think it's, they cut, when they said his name, I mean, his face was just completely frozen and Christelle immediately starts hugging him and you could see on his face that he didn't know what was happening. It's like he was frozen in time. No, it was so sweet. No, to be be clear, just before people think we're monsters, (laughs) I thought his reaction to winning was really moving. The fact that um, Christelle and um, Chiggs were so supportive of him winning was lovely. All of that was so, so nice. It was just really funny seeing the cake stand in real life (laughs) being treated like it mattered that much, which I know it's because it's a trophy, but we just can't stop laughing about the cake stand. I'm sorry. To be fair, people from Bake Off do so well afterwards. Book deals and TV shows. They do tend to do very well. But it was so, Giuseppe was so sweet and he had no words and a lot of this episode talked about his dad and his dad has been kind of he's getting on in years and he's struggling with his health but he's always been baking and he's baked all these amazing desserts as Giuseppe's grown up and and now he's baking and it was so sweet and nice I do think track track record wise Giuseppe was the strongest of the three who were there Mm -hmm. I think if Jürgen had been there it would have been a more interesting contest because they both had a strong track record and either one of them could have taken it and I think that's why they forced Jürgen home yeah uh, but, uh, but it was a weird thing because I think that Giuseppe deserved to win from his track record. Mm. But watching that episode, I felt like Christelle and Chiggs worked really hard to pull it out the bag. And even they dropped the ball in different ways. Giuseppe's win kind of left me with a taste of, well, then the last episode barely mattered because you're going to give it to whoever was the strongest baker overall. Why were mm. we even here? Why have I invested in the drama of the past few contests? It didn't matter. Mm. I think they just put the show together badly. And as far as building the drama, making 
making us believe in his journey. Like, I feel like you're meant to kind of be there like, oh, wow, I can really see how he's succeeded, you know? And as it was, you're just kind of like, oh, he won. Yeah. Oh, I, I like guess they, that makes sense. I feel like they did you know flood I mean? the edit. And it, but it's the mm. same with when, when Jürgen left. I feel like they flood the edit. Yeah. So 2021 has been a really good year for Italy because they won the Euros <laughs> in, in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won Eurovision with Maneskin and they've won the Bake Off, the Great British Bake Off. So that means... And that is the most coveted of the three. Yeah, abs- mm, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Unequivocally. Yeah. I think there were some really great contestants this year. Yeah. I must say the slow decline of the presenters has been something to contend with and mm. I'm getting more resentment towards Paul as well because I, I don't trust him. His ego is off the chart. Yeah, the, the contestants were all really good. I think the final four deserved to be the final four. I think Jürgen deserved a better goodbye. I, mm-hmm. I'm i curious as to whether or not Giuseppe won because he had the saddest backstory. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. I think if Chiggs had won, it would have been a really good narrative baking-wise. Yeah. I think because of the edit, because it left me so unsure who I was meant to root for, mm. if Chiggs had won, I'd have gone, oh, well, that's because he was the like newest baker, so they wanted that story. Mm. I think Giuseppe deserves the win. I think Channel 4 needs to edit his episodes better so that we're not here <laughs> wondering why he deserves the win when he does. Channel 4, I'm an editor. You can hire me. I'm pretty good. You should definitely um, hire Alicia. I mean, we, we've been recording line. for four hours and she's gotten this down to just under half an hour. So <laughs> yeah. It's been a hell of a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, any highlights? I think the, the montage at the end was lovely because Lizzie, yes. she went on a road trip around and saw every um, contestant. Lizzie and yeah, Freya. It was really, really cute. And then they all had a reunion at Amanda's and Giuseppe couldn't be there because he was like in Milan. But mm-hmm. I mean, everything, yeah. it was so sweet. It was really lovely. Jürgen got out his trombone. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was nice to see Jürgen on the trombone. Nice to see Jürgen again, to be honest with you. I think my highlight was when Jürgen did his star baker phone call and actually got through to someone yes that was nice we had a couple failed jürgen phone calls and when he eventually got through i thought that was very sweet that we actually got to hear him Uh, speak to his loved ones jürgen is my highlight as a person i just i just love jürgen 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 in particular well it has been so much fun reviewing bake off and doing this it's it's nice to do something away from the main podcast, but do listen to that if you want to. And if if there's a TV show that you watch that you want to hear our opinions on, let us know. We might watch it. We might not. <laughs> this is the end of Dice and Extra Slice. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we might do it next year. We might not. We'll see how we're feeling. Um, but yeah, we hope you all have a fabulous Christmas because mm. it's getting to that time of year it now. Make something delicious and think of us. Yes. All right. Well, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. I guess it's a goodbye from me too. And me. See you later, friends. Bye, bye, bye. 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 I'm a very happy Jürgen indeed.